three. You're listening to Sports Talk Chicago with your host, John Zaglul. John, I am fantastic. Thank you for having me. You got an awesome voice, man, and that was a terrific <laughs> intro. You're like a pro's pro. You know, that was the first time somebody ever said that, John. No, you're the first person to ever say anything like that. That's, that's very interesting. You got it, John. Anything for a fellow Chicago guy? <laughs> well, what a great question. That's a great question. Nobody's actually asked me that. <laughs> I like it. What a great question. I never heard that before. Chase, wait, wait, Chase Utley is what? You're saying he's not a Hall of Fame candidate? You know, it's it's funny. I, I, You may be the only person that I've heard make that connection. Thank you, John, for having me. I'm doing great. By the way, you have an outstanding voice. I'm not sure about your face because I haven't met you, but your voice is great. You're doing a much better job than I ever did. You've had some heavy hitters uh, guests on too, man, so keep up the good work, but it's good to be with you, and I'm ready to talk sports. A band with this fans walk. Sports Talk Chicago here with John Zagul. Thank you all for tuning in. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, set up notifications so you don't miss a thing. Talk Chicago Bears. Dan will also have interviews with former Bears players on this channel in our brand new studios in Chicagoland. John Meadows is directing and producing. We appreciate all of you coming in and supporting us each and every week. So I want to start today with this. What the hell did we watch on Sunday in this Bears game against Detroit? What did we see? I thought the whole narrative was tanking. I thought the goal of this season was for this Bears team to play low a bit, but still play competitively, lose games, get a better draft pick, save up money for the following year, and prove to everybody that the quarterback they have right now is the answer. I think today the Bears lost some dignity, some pride, and some respect. Now, a lot of you will say, well, the Bears lost, John. That's the point. They're, they're tanking. They're trying to stay within that number one or number two pick. To that I say this. They could have lost with more grace, pride, and dignity than what they put up today. Detroit does have a great offense. No doubt about it. Detroit has good players, good pieces that may propel them to a playoff appearance. But let's be real here. This is not a big-time team, an elite team. This is not a Philadelphia Eagles-type team, a Buffalo Bills-type team. This is the frickin' Detroit Lions. And the Bears let them wipe the floor with them today in Detroit. That was probably the most pathetic performance I've seen from this Bears team all year long. I can't even name a worse performance for them. As a team, all-encompassing. Everybody had a role to play in this loss. Everybody led to the downfall of this Bears team. Everybody showed how pathetic the Bears really are this year and how bad they are as a team and how many issues that need to be corrected before next year. Justin Fields was actually public enemy number one. If you don't agree, if you don't like me saying that, that's fine. But the numbers, in this case, don't lie at all. Fields was 7 of 21 for 75 passing yards with one touchdown, one pick, and oh yeah, one fumble. Justin Fields now leads the NFL in fumbles, if you didn't know that. 
And actually, this was probably the worst game of his entire season. At the game logs right here, Fields had 70 passing yards against Green Bay Week 2, only attempted 11 passes, and that was it. Every other game this season, Fields has at least thrown for 100-plus passing yards. Remember, during the beginning of the season, we made a joke that sports books had prop bets for the Bears and for Fields thrown above 130 passing yards in a game, and it was the lowest ever in the sports betting era, the lowest ever prop bet for a quarterback in the sports betting era. It seemed like we saw regression today. It seemed like we saw a step taken back extremely today. It seemed like we saw just a different team and a different player today. And that's my problem with this game. Everybody knew from day one, even players and personnel on this Bears team knew, they were not going to be elite this year. This was not a win-now year. This was not a we're-going-to-be-ready-for-this-season year. This was a rebuilding year, and maybe a tank year. But for the most part this season, we saw this team show fight, show energy, show enthusiasm. There was care in how they played their brand of football. They were in every game for the most part. They put up 30-plus points in a game, five games in a row. They beat New England on Monday Night Football, quarterback or not. They still won. I don't care if Mac Jones was or wasn't playing. I don't care if Bailey Zapp was playing. The fact is the Bears dominated New England that night. And we all thought for the first time, hey, this is a Bears team that we will see next year and in the years to come. This is the team that everybody knows and wants to talk about and is excited for. Where has that team been? That's my question to all of you. Somebody needs to tell me where that team has been. Where have they gone? What are they all about? What is this team's identity moving forward? Because I'll tell you what, if it's Justin Fields after today, you might have more questions than answers. And I like Justin Fields. But I'm also going to be fair in my evaluation and critique. It's okay to say that Fields had the worst game of his season today. It's okay to say that that interception in the second quarter was pathetic. Nobody was rushing. No rush whatsoever. Needed a Hail Mary through 10 yards, got it picked. He's been getting beat up. He's bumping the football. He's taking tons of sacks. There's no help for him anywhere in this offense. It's a train wreck. Officially, it's a train wreck. And if it were up to me, I wouldn't play Fields for the rest of this season. There may be one game left, but I said four games ago, he should not play for the rest of this year. Too many injuries. Too much potential for him getting hurt. And just so much misery from this team that will infect him. When's the last time this Bears team looked enthusiastic and ready to play? That midseason stride they had, when they scored 30-plus points five games in a row, when they beat New England on Monday Night Football, when they played other teams who are now potential playoff teams competitively, even the Detroit game just a few weeks ago. That was close. That was fun. The Bears were winning. They blew that game. We were all mad that they blew it, but happy for the tank. So tell me this. How five weeks ago does this Bears team play Detroit down to the wire, yet this week they get blown up by that same team? It's obvious that there was a lack of effort. It's obvious that there was a lack of care, and that's why I had a problem with this game. The Bears lost without their dignity, without their pride. They played for nothing today, not even pride. There's reason 
to be disappointed in this team after today. There's reason to be mad. I know they're tanking, and I'm happy they lost, but how about you lose with a little bit more class and elegance? How about you lose with your hands not underneath your legs? But no, nope. The Bears lost and played horribly. They played pathetically, and it looked as if they didn't even care. That's pretty sad. For a team that's come so far, for a team that's shown this year that there can be progress despite a bad record, despite a tanking mindset, despite a rebuilding mode, we've seen them make progress. We've seen little things here and there where we could say, hey, they're going to be good next year. This guy played well. That guy's a bright spot. There were no bright spots for this Bears team today. Even wide receiver-wise, we were wondering during the entire stream, why did Chase Claypool not get targeted? Where was he throughout the game? Where's he been? Justin Fields had a lot of rushing yards, which is great, but it led to no points. A lot of it came on one run, which was spectacular. Best play of the entire game for both sides. I was just extremely, extremely disappointed. It seems like all the progress the Bears had achieved, all the excitement that they had generated these past couple of weeks, has gone to nothing. This looks like a Week 2 game. It looks like a Week 2, Week 3 game. Where Justin Fields is still trying to figure it out. Is he the guy we don't even know? That's what we thought about Week 2, Week 3. And the performance today warranted that discussion a little bit. We saw no blocking from the offensive line. We saw nothing from the wide receivers. And we saw horrendous defense. Look, I'm not trying to be mean, but Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift are good players, but they're not that good. Jared Goff is a very good quarterback, but he's not that good. Jared Goff, you have him passing for 70-80% completion percentage. 300 yards to the point where he's taken out for Nate Sudfeld, who never deserves to be in an NFL football game. Yet he came in because the Bears played with no effort, no dignity, no class, no pride. That's sad. So there are going to be a lot of people telling you it's another moral victory. Embrace the tank. I'm so happy the Bears lost. They're tanking. And that's fine. And I am too. But I would have liked to see a little bit more fight and a little bit more bite from this team. A little bit more effort. A little bit more ownership of play. Justin Fields missed a wide-open touchdown pass to Cole Komet earlier in this one. The blocking was lackluster. Some bad coverage, bad routes, dropped footballs, fumbles. Irresponsible play at times. It was not fun to watch. It was sad to see. And I think it's very apparent at this point that Miss Bear's team, at least for this year, and even heading into next year, has some serious question marks. I don't want to say they're going nowhere, but... After today, what can you say? There was no progress. There was nothing to say, hey, I can hang my hat on this game. I can be happy with their effort. I can see something different, something better than the week before. This was complete and total regression that resulted in an embarrassment to a team that they just lost to by one possession by a couple of points five weeks ago. How does that make sense? And that's when you know it was an effort thing. It was a pride thing. It was a dignity thing. 
They didn't play like they did five weeks ago when they had Detroit on the rope the entire game. Today, it was nothing. It was, I'm going to give up right away and let them steamroll me. And that's my problem with this game. I'm fine with the tank. I'm fine with the loss. I'm fine with everything we saw for the most part, but I'm not fine with the lack of effort from this team when knowing five weeks ago they played Detroit to the wire, to the end. There was effort. There was excitement. There was something there to hang your hat on this week. Absolutely nothing. They gave up, and that was sad to see. I can only hope for better effort from this team. Not even next week into next year is the real question. Next week is a game that's going to mean nothing for both teams playing. The Bears are going to face Minnesota, and if the Vikings win, they may get home field advantage, so they're going to play their starters. They're going to kick the Bears' ass next week. We all know it, okay? No one thinks, realistically, the Bears are going to win this game. But I'd like to see some effort. And if there is no effort, I would hope that next year we see better effort in general when the Bears spend money and make changes and decide to invest more in this team because I'll tell you what... <clears throat> Learning how to win matters. Learning how to play hard matters. Learning how to play hard for your new head coach, your new GM, certainly matters. And the Bears had that fire early and midway through the season. For some reason, these past couple of weeks, it's just gone out completely. They need to rekindle that spark and that flame for next year. If they don't, I'm going to say it now, I'd be very concerned about what we should expect from this team. A couple of people asked me, well... What do you expect out of the Bears come next year? I do expect a playoff appearance. I expect a wild card berth. I don't think that's unrealistic or unfair. I think that's very fair to say. Why not? We've been all patient. We've seen this Bears team go from worse to really worse. We've seen them now be in contention for the number one and number two overall pick. We've seen them save money and now have $120 plus million in cap space available. There are no excuses for next year, just so you know. If anybody tells you their excuses or, oh, they could go 6-11 and 11 next year, that's fine, that's an improvement, we should be expecting more improvement based on what we've been through this season. There is no waiting around. There is no, they don't have enough resources. The Bears have tanked purposefully and have saved money purposefully for resources for next year and beyond. Next season is going to count. Next year will matter which is why you would think in a game like this, with all these players fighting for spots and with a new head coach and new GM still coaching and still making decisions, there'd be more effort and there'd be more ownership of bad play. I'm just very disappointed. I'm very, I'm very confused. And I wish that we could have seen better. From them today. Across the NFL, some other news that is of note. The NFL playoff chase is in full swing, and now with the win, the Detroit Lions are officially in the NFL playoffs. If the season ended today, Detroit would make it in. The Commanders needed to win today, and they lost. They opted with Carson Wentz instead of Taylor Heineke, and they lost out there. Tampa Bay just clinched the division, and the Panthers lost. Now the AFC, Miami, is trying to fend off a bunch of different teams to try and get in to the playoffs. They're the last seed as of right now, as of this taping, as of us being live. 
just have to say this about these races. If there's one team that I'm going to be rooting for, if there's one team that I'm proud of who has overcome a lot to be in this position today, it's Detroit, plain and simple. I have a lot of respect and a lot of praise for what they've done so far this year and how quickly they've turned things around. They're always rebuilding, and they always have problems, and they're always the punching bag of the NFC North and the NFL. That's fine. Always has to be a punching bag. (laughs) Every division has one usually, right? They change from time to time, but sometimes there's continuity, there's sameness, and Detroit's been the same for a long time. It's nice to see them playing meaningful football this late. And you know what? Even as a football fan, not a Bears fan, it's nice to see them kick the Bears' ass here once in a while. It really is because you know what? They have loyal fans. It's a team that's historic just like the Bears, and it's a team that's willing to sometimes take more risks for football games to win. I don't know if Dan Campbell's an amazing coach, but I'll tell you what he does do well. He goes for it a lot on fourth down. He takes risks. The Detroit took a risk two and a half years ago when they made the trade for Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff, right? And everybody, including myself, trashed Detroit. And trashed Jared Goff, right below the show. I said, oh my gosh, he's not going to survive out of Sean McVay. He's not going to survive out of L.A. And he's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL this year. They have a two-headed monster running back, and Detroit, for the longest time, had no running back. It's like the Bulls and Michael Jordan. They've never had a successor since Jordan. The Lions have never really had a successor at running back since Barry Sanders. Now they have two guys effectively moving the football. They have a new head coach. They have young, talented wide receivers. They have a lot to look forward to. And at 8-8, in this type of NFL, in their division, beating up on the Bears, beating up on the Packers, the Vikings. They beat the Vikings. I have to say I'm thoroughly impressed with what they've put together and what they've done. And I think it's a testament to Bears fans included that teams can turn things around in a season or two. What Detroit is today, the Bears should be next year. I think that's a very fair expectation and ask of Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus. What Detroit is today, an 8-8 eight and eight fringe playoff team, probably going to get in, lots of excitement, great offense. This is what the Bears should be next year, shouldn't they? They'll sign a new running back, potentially, or use Khalil Herbert. They'll sign wide receivers who can actually make plays. They'll have Justin Fields continue to develop and maybe a better offensive line. There won't be Super Bowl contenders. There won't be amazing teams. But they'll be in the wild card hunt. They may get a wild card spot. We don't know. But they're the team that's most impressed me so far amongst this entire playoff chase. The Buccaneers are horrible. They're mediocre. Tom Brady, at his age, with these teams somehow stringing together an 8-8 eight and eight record is not impressive to me. And I was hoping Carolina would upset them, not for the sake that I hate Tom Brady, but for the sake that someone like him with so much success should not pathetically be waltzing into the playoffs. Like he has been. This year was horrible for them. Have so many injuries, so many problems, and Carolina gave them a run for their money with three different quarterbacks starting at some point this season. Baker Mayfield, Sam Darnold, and P.J. Walker. And yet, it came down to the final possession. We just did the game. Carolina's a rebuilding team. They have a long way to go. That's more of an indictment on how pathetic Tampa Bay is this year. 
with a new head coach and Tom Brady and injuries and a bunch of players that really have no other place to go. They don't impress me. Going under 500 and winning your division doesn't impress me at all. Or now being 500 as a team. But they clinched the division. They could lose next week, go 8-9, and nine, and win their division. They don't impress me. The Lions do. They had to fend off a talented Justin Fields. An always worrisome Green Bay Packer team. And the Vikings, who have been an anomaly this year, winning, well, 13 games. The Lions have had to endure more and have had to fight more to be where they are today than any other team so far in this playoff race. So kudos to them for everything that they've done. I'm excited to say that they're going to be in this race this year and probably for years to come. Detroit fans deserve it. And after all they've been through and after all they've fought for over the years... It's only fitting that at some point, something works. And something works out. And if I were the Bears, and if you look at Detroit today, and you think about what could we learn from them, what could we improve on from them, what could we do that will help us be like them? I would say the following. Find some young wide receivers that you can grow yourselves, develop your offense, improve your defense, and take more risks. The Bears, in my opinion, did take a risk when they drafted Justin Fields. Not because of anything other than just four years before, they traded up for a different quarterback and he didn't work out. They traded up again four years later, same GM, same head coach. Traded up again for another quarterback, and this time it is working out. That's a pretty big risk. Nagy and Pace did put their careers on the line, and they eventually lost their jobs, not because of Fields, but because of everything else that went into their tenure. That was a risk. That was nice. And that risk is paying dividends today. What other risks can the Bears take that are good? What other signings can they do? Right? What other people can they target this year to make them a better football team? Detroit took risks. Why? They had nothing to lose. Nobody thought about Detroit at all this season being anywhere near the middle or top of the division or in the wild card race. But they take risks. They go for it on fourth down all the time. They made a big trade. They traded away their franchise QB, whom everybody loves. Everybody loves Matthew Stafford. I like Matthew Stafford. Nice guy. Decent QB. They traded him away for Jared freaking Goff. Are you kidding me? Two years ago? I'd be shaking my head wondering what the hell was going on. And yet, it worked. They took a risk with their quarterback. It worked. They've taken risks with their wide receivers. It's worked. They took a risk with their head coach with no head coaching experience. It worked. Not saying the Bears should be irresponsible, but take calculated risks. Roll the dice, take a shot. What's there to lose? You're already tanking. You're already going to be with the number one or number two overall pick. You already have a quarterback who you feel is the answer. That's amazing. Take a risk and see what happens then. Make a big trade. Sign somebody. Spend some money that you've saved up. Make smart, wise, but even some risky draft choices. Do something to mix things up a bit because the status quo, hint, hint, ain't working. That's the big secret, but it's worth saying out loud. The status quo ain't working. And what we saw today was pathetic. And there's no other way to put it. I'd love to sit here and justify to you why the Bears lost or they're tanking. or I, I can't. Because they've tanked the entire season. They've lost more games with dignity 
and poise and grace and hey they've been in it but they haven't been able to pull it through today was a joke today was giving up on your team all these players it was solemn it was sad and this behavior cannot last moving forward this is not the way you want to go this is not what you want to be or what your identity is supposed to be moving forward You want to be talented. You want to be more willing to put in efforts to make changes and to be successful. And this Bears team today gave up from the beginning. That's why it was so sad. That's why it was tough to watch. That's why there's reason to be concerned, reason to be mad and pissed off. I know they're not supposed to win. You know, everybody's going to come and telling me they're not supposed to win, John. Let it go. Relax. And usually I've become more open to the idea of tanking over these past couple of games. I really have. And you guys know it. I was ranting, getting all pissed off about the commander's loss and about other losses, the Giants' loss, right? You guys remember the Lions' loss because the Bears blew those games. They were in it. And maybe I didn't understand fully the idea of the importance of tanking. I see it now. I get it. The Bears are tanking. They're losing games. They're in it. Then they lose games. Fine by me. I'm going to tank and get that number one overall draft pick. Go ahead. I'm not a fan of it personally, but I get the thought process. Not my team. I'm from the outside. Awesome. Do what you want to do. But there's a difference between tanking with dignity with tanking and telling everybody, hey, we're going to lose today and win tomorrow, selling that idea to your organization, selling it to players, coaches, personnel, and then just coming up and showing up with no effort, being pathetic, playing like blank. Can't even say the word, playing like blank today. Playing like you were dead, like you were tired, like you were asleep, like there was no sense of urgency. There was nothing. That's my problem. That's why there deserves to be a rant and a conversation about what we saw today. You know, usually we recap the good, recap the bad. Hey, the Bears missed a couple of field goals. Or Justin Fields threw a pick. Ah, he's still learning. Or there's a fumble from David Montgomery. The Bears defense didn't play well. It's the same story every week. There's good, there's bad. They're tanking. Great, we move on. Look forward to next year. Today was a different story. Today was a different everything. Today was no effort. Today was week two of the NFL season personified in week 17 for this Bears team. That is sad. That's not good at all. And if I were you, I would be concerned a little bit. I got the Vikings next week, and I would hope for somewhat of a better effort, but I'm not going to be holding my breath. And if we see the same thing that we saw today, I am going to call them out because this is giving up on your team. You know, if you start Nathan Peterman next week and you suck, fine by me. But don't put out your number one quarterback, subject him to constant pressure and incompletions and then bad play on his part and then tell me everything's fine you put out your best quarterback because you thought realistically there was a chance to win you thought realistically that he would improve from a game like this well newsflash he didn't improve and there was no chance to win why because nobody played like they wanted to be there how is that okay I would just hope that everybody saw through what we saw today. The field's run was impressive. His rushing yards are impressive. And maybe he breaks the record next week, and maybe my argument is moot, right? But you have to admit, what we saw today was not funny. It was not exciting. It was not cool at all. It was pretty damn sad. 
Let's just make sure we remember that when we look at this team moving forward. There's a lot of improvement that we need to see from this Bears team. A lot of holes that they have to address, and that's fine that we know it. But I think it's also fair to say that what we saw today was unfair to this team and unfair to everybody watching. They are better than this. They have effort, dignity, and pride that we've seen before in different games. But today, we saw nothing. We saw a team that rolled over and played dead five minutes into the game. And the rest of it was an afterthought. It was nothing. That is not impressive to me. That does not deserve or warrant any sort of praise or any sort of positive thinking. That was bad. We need to acknowledge it and move forward. And I think that's the most important thing from this game today. Acknowledge the bad, hope for the best moving forward, and at least for next week, just hope for a better effort. There needs to be one. Thank you all for watching today's program here on Sports Talk Chicago. Thank you for tuning in to our live stream and for this rant after the Bears game. Remember, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at John Z Sports. Follow us also at Sports Talk Chicago on Twitter at Sports Talk Shy and on Facebook at Sports Talk Chicago. Make sure you hit up the Facebook page and the YouTube page and the Twitch page as well. We go live there with everything now moving forward. You can subscribe on YouTube, hit that like button. And make sure you comment and stick with us as we're going to bring you new content each and every week from our brand new studios right here in Chicagoland. And another special thank you to John Meadows for directing and producing and Amish Country Farms, our exclusive sponsor of the program. Hit them up today in Orland Park and tell them Sports Talk Chicago sent you for the most fresh Amish food in all of Chicagoland. Until next time, so long, and thanks for watching. No! No! Never the turtle!